Welcome back, Fellowship of the BBL, to episode 14 of The Stinger. In this episode, we'll be covering the recent BBL first-year player draft, and also we'll go over each BBL's team's minor league systems to see who has the best minor league system in the BDL. I think I'm going to go pick by pick of the BDL draft. And what I did was I took multiple site rankings of the top 500 prospects and I combined multiple rankings to come up with an overall ranking and I assigned that overall ranking to each of the picks. So you can see with each pick what the values are. So let's just jump right into this. With the first overall pick, the Wrigleyville Wu selected Jack Leiter, 21, Pitcher, Texas. I have him within the top 50 of the combined prospect rankings. Now, I don't necessarily think Jack Leiter was the best prospect uh, in this year's first-year player draft, but from the Wu standpoint, I actually like this pick. He uh, has a pretty stacked minor league system as it is. He needs to get some younger players who are not that far away from the major leagues. And, of course, pitching in this league is very valuable. So Jack, so grabbing Jack Ladder at this spot was a uh, very good pick for John. With the second overall pick, the Gotham City Generals, picked Marcelio Meyer, 19, shortstop out of Boston. And his combined prospect ranking is a top 25 prospect. And I think that this was pretty much a no-brainer pick here for Scotty. I think this is the top prospect in this year's draft. And I think uh, he is very happy to have the Wu pick Jack Glider instead of Mayer in this spot. With a third pick, the Gotham City Generals selected Brady House, 18-year-old shortstop from Washington. Combined prospect ranking of a top 50 prospect. I think Scotty could have gone multiple ways here. He could have gone with the catcher of Henry Davis. And I think there was another uh, couple other shortstops that he could have gone with, with either Jordan Lauer or Khalil Watson. I think those were his options. Taking Brady House at this pick is 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 fine. Next up, we have Wiggly Wheel Wu again with his with the fourth selection in the first round. He selected Henry Davis, 22 catcher out of Pittsburgh, and he's a top 50 prospect. Again, kind of makes sense with the Wu having a um, a young prospect team trying to get someone who's closer to the majors. Uh, so this pick somewhat makes sense. Uh, he could have gone with a couple of the younger shortstops. Again, me personally, I'm just not a favor of catchers, but I don't see anything wrong uh, with this pick also. With the fifth overall pick, we got the Awatuki Amish Brotherhood. He selected Khalil Watson, shortstop with uh, Miami, 18 years old. He, too, is a top 50 prospect. Um, again, kind of a no-brainer here. He could have gone either Jordan Lauer or uh, Khalil Watson, I think, what are the two obvious choices there. Following up here, we got the Graveview's Lions. 
with the sixth pick, and he went ahead and selected Jordan Lauer, 19-year-old shortstop out of Arizona, uh, also a top 50 prospect. I understand why Joe probably went with Khalil Watson instead of Jordan Lauer, again, probably following a little bit closer with Arizona. And as he's pointed out, Arizona has a hard time uh, developing prospects, so he probably just went with the Miami guy and let Lauer fall to the Grayview Lions with the sixth pick. With the seventh overall pick, the Chula Vista Vipers selected Jackson Joby, 19-year-old pitcher out of Detroit. Uh, he's around a top 100 prospect. From my standpoint, I'm not overly excited about this. I'm just not a big fan of selecting high school pitchers uh, this early in the draft. But other than that, there's, there's really nothing wrong with this selection. Uh, this was followed up by the Awatuki Amish Brotherhood with the eighth overall pick, selecting Colton Kalzer, 21 outfielder for Baltimore Orioles. He's a top 50 prospect. And again, I think this was a pretty solid selection. With the ninth overall pick, the Carolina Cardinals selected Jeremy Pena, 24 shortstop out of Houston. He's around the top 100 prospect. Um, I actually have this as one of my worst picks in the first round. I have no problem going outside of the first-year player draft. I think there are some guys out there that were not really considered first-year player draft players. Uh, Jeremy Pena, um, I think, probably should have been selected in this draft. I just think grabbing him here in the first round uh, was definitely a bit of a, bit of a stretch. I'm sure Matt is uh, hoping that Carlos Correa does not come back to Houston and that Jeremy Pena has a, a shot at uh, the starting role at shortstop for Houston this year. Uh, the other thing about this pick, I just don't think a whole lot of people were, were on uh, Jeremy Pena I think he probably could have gotten him second round, if not the third round. So just from more than a, just from a value standpoint, um, I, I don't uh, think this was a good value pick for Matt. Uh, with the 10th overall pick, the Gotham City Generals selected Benny Montgomery, 19-year-old outfielder for Colorado. Again, he's around a top 100 prospect. I'm not overly excited about Colorado prospects. Uh, but really nothing wrong with this pick. The Gotham City Generals with the 11th picked. Follow that up by selecting Colby Mayo, a 20-year-old third baseman from Baltimore Orioles. Um, I have him as a top 75 prospect. And uh, I think this, you know, he's also not a first-year player draft. I think this was a very good pick. This is going to probably be my best pick for the first round. I just think... Uh, Colby Mayo is, is, is a stud right now. He's definitely shooting up a lot of prospect rankings. So for the Generals to be able to select him here was a, was a very sneaky pick. The Generals also had the 12th overall pick where they selected Will Bernard, 21-year-old starting pitcher for the San Francisco Giants. I have him as a top 200 prospect. Um, I have this tied as one of the worst picks in the first round with along with Jeremy Pena. Um, I, I just uh, don't see the value in uh, William, Will Bedard uh, in the first round here. With the 13th pick, we have the Boston Double Downs selecting Saya Suzuki, 27-year-old outfielder 
Um, he's a top 50 prospect. This is a bit of a risky pick here by Kevin of the Boston Double Downs. And the only risk here is that if he does not sign, then this pick will be forfeited. I also have a little bit of a hesitation uh, selecting uh, foreign players coming into the major leagues. I haven't seen uh, too many of them, what I would say, completely excel. Again, there are a few exceptions out there, but I think most of them just turn out to be uh, average players. But pretty solid pick that uh, Suzuki fell this far. But again, there's also a lot of risk with it. With the 14th pick in the first round, the Awatuki Amish Brotherhood selected Christian Fakuro. And again, I'll probably mess up a lot of names here. He's a 17-year-old outfielder for Washington. He's around a top 100 prospect. Uh, nothing nothing wrong there. Uh, with the 15th pick, the Disposable Heroes of Orion. Actually love the new name, Bill. So good job with the, the new name. He selected Irvison Pereira, 20-year-old outfielder for New York Yankees. I have him as a top 100 prospect, so a solid pick here. With the 16th pick, the Killer Cars of Anaheim selected Trey Sweeney, 21-year-old shortstop of New York Yankees, and also I have him around the top 100 pick. Jumping into the second round, we have the Wiggly Wheel Woo selecting Ty Madden, 21-year-old starting pitcher for Detroit. I have him as a top 300 prospect, so not crazy about that pick. Followed up with the Killer Car Company of Anaheim, who picked Matt Brash, 23-year-old starting pitcher for Seattle. I have him around the top 100. I actually like that pick. Um, that's a pretty, pretty good pick there. That's followed up by Portsmouth Wallabies, who selected Anthony Solamento, 19-year-old pitcher for Pittsburgh. I have him... Uh, probably around the top 400. This would I have as one of my worst picks in the second round. We'll follow that up with Killer Car Company of Anaheim, who selected Henry Ford, 18-year-old catcher, Seattle. I have him within my top 100. Um, one thing on here is that I don't think he's going to be a catcher. I think he's going to be an outfielder, so a pretty good pick there. Uh, that's followed up by Killer Car Company of Anaheim again, selecting Dustin Harris, 22, first baseman outfielder for Texas. I also have him within my top 100, and uh, I have that this as being my best pick in the second round. With the sixth pick in the second round, we have Awatuki Amish Brotherhood, selecting Joey Weimer, 22, outfielder for Milwaukee. I have him as a top 150 prospect. I uh, talked a lot about Joey Weimer in the Arizona Fall League uh, podcast um, exciting guy to watch kind of had, takes not approach at the uh, at the plate but uh, definitely has a lot of energy in himself the seventh pick we have the Gotham City Generals selecting Gavin Williams 22 starting pitcher for Cleveland have him as about a top 150 prospect uh, follow that up pick eight Gotham City Generals again selecting Jordan Wicks 22 starting pitcher for Chicago Top 250 prospect. Then we have the Grayview Lions selecting Jay Allen, 19, outfielder Cincinnati. Have him about a top 150 prospect. Then we have the Awatuki Amish Brotherhood with pick 10 in the second round, selecting Camilio 
Duvall, 24 uh, relief pitcher for San Francisco. Uh, again, I think this is a bit of a stretch. Um, yeah, he's a possible closer, and I guess if he is a closer, um, he'll have some value, but that's a, that's a big if. And I don't think Joe's necessarily in the race uh, for a playoff spot this year. Maybe, maybe not, but I don't think so. So my only thought here is that he's hoping that this guy turns into a closer so that he can flip him for another pick in next year's draft or maybe even a player. So again, not crazy about that pick, but uh, if he's a closer, maybe maybe it's worthwhile doing what he did. With the 11th pick, we got the Disposable Heroes of Orion selecting Eddie's Lennard, 21 shortstop Dodgers. I'm around the top 100 pick. I actually really like this pick. Good value. Uh, good spot to be selecting him at. And we have with the 12th pick, we have Chula Vista Vipers selecting Curtis Mead. I have him about a top 150 prospect. With the 13th pick, we got Boston Double Down selecting Roderick Arias, 17-year-old shortstop of New York Yankees. I'm a top 100 prospect. Um, pretty good solid pick there. 14th pick in the second round. We got the Malibu Bay Beers selecting Matt McLean, 22 shortstop Cincinnati. I have him around the top 100. Carolina Cardinals selecting James Trentos, 19 third baseman for Chicago Cubs. I have him about a one top 150 prospect. Then we have the Memphis Chicks selecting Gennar Hoglund, 22-year-old starting pitcher for Toronto. I have about a top 175 pick. So that pretty much wraps up the second round. Going into the third round, we have the Wigglyville Woo again, selecting Andrew Painter, 18-year-old pitcher from Philly. Have him as a top 250. Gotham City Generals selecting James Wood, 19-year-old outfielder for San Diego. Have him in the top 150. Portsmouth Wallabies selected Ryan Cusick, 22-year-old starting pitcher for Atlanta. Have him in the top 300. Awatuki Amish Brotherhood selected Cody Morris, 25 starting pitcher for Cleveland. Have him about the top 250. Killer Car Company of Anaheim selected Corey Kniebel. And again, 30-year-old uh, relief pitcher right now for Phillies. Or same as Joe's pick. Uh, this is just, uh, I think, a hunch for Johnny that this guy is a, a potential closer. And uh, that's the only value that he has if he can be a closer. Killer Car Company again selected Caleb Killeen, 24, starting pitcher for Chicago. Have him as a top 300. Killer Car Company again selected Lane Thomas, 26, outfielder Washington. Um, again, he's not a prospect, so there's no ranking on him. Boston Double Down selected Oscar Colas, 23, outfielder for Chicago White Sox. I have him outside. I have him around the top 400. I actually have this this worst pick in the third round. Uh, I know he's been touted as the Cuban. Otani, I don't think he's going to be stick playing both pitcher and outfield. Um, I have a feeling he's just going to stick at outfield. Also, um, I'm not a fan of Cuban defectors coming over. I know he had played, I think, in either the Korean League or some other league a couple years ago. 
but I, again, I think it's a little bit of a risky pick at this point. With the ninth pick, we have the Chula Vista Vipers selecting Ryan Nelson, 24, starting pitcher of Arizona. I have him uh, top 200. Uh, this is okay. I would have picked another Arizona starting pitcher before I picked Ryan Nelson, who got selected later down. We'll, we'll talk about him later. Uh, the Montauk Mounties selected Joshua Baez, 18 outfielder for St. Louis. Have him about a top 250. Uh, the Boston Double Down selected Sal Freelick, 21 outfielder from Milwaukee. I have him as a top 100 prospect, so I have this as my best pick in this round. Uh, the Killer Car Company at pick 12 selected Eric Lauer, 26 starting pitcher from Milwaukee. Again, he's not a prospect. I guess he's just hoping that he can get him some innings, um, but I'm not seeing too much from Eric Lauer. With the 13th pick in the third round, we got the Rockland Rockets selecting Juan Yepes, 23-year-old first baseman for St. Louis. Uh, was a top 25 prospect. I uh, like this pick. I actually saw him again also in the Arizona Vault League this year and really liked what I saw from him as a player. With the 14th pick, we got the Carolina Cardinals selecting Colson Montgomery, 19-year-old shortstop for Chicago White Sox. I'm about a top 150. With the 15th pick in the third round, we got the Montauk Mounties selecting Sam Backman, 22 pitcher, Los Angeles Angels. I have him about a top 200 prospect. And then with the last pick in the third round, the disposable hero selecting Zach G. Loaf, 22 third baseman for Oakland. I have him about a top uh, 250 prospect. Going into the fourth round, we got four forfeited picks. Um, that's pretty sad, but it is what it is. So with the fifth pick in the fourth round, we're going to go to the Killer Car Company of Anaheim where he selected Alex Cobb, 34-year-old pitcher from San Francisco. Again, I guess Giants just looking for some pitching help. Uh, pretty sad if you're looking for a 34-year-old who's on the waiver wire to help you with your pitching, but it is what it is. Pick six in the fourth round, we got Chula Vista Vipers selecting Corey Lee, 23, catcher out of Houston. Um, yeah, he's top 300 prospect. I think you all know my stance on selecting catchers in the player draft. Uh, kind of a wasted pick in my opinion. Chula Vista Vipers again followed up with Michael McGreevy, 21-year-old starting pitcher for St. Louis. He's a top 350 prospect. Malibu Bay Beers Lonnie, selected Lonnie White, 19-year-old outfielder for Pitt, top 150 prospect. Portsmouth Wallabies selected Frankie Mazi Kato, 18-year-old starting pitcher for Kansas City, top 300 prospect. Awatuki Amish Brotherhood with the 10th pick in the fourth round selected Taylor Rogers, 31-year-old relief pitcher for Minnesota. Again, he's probably hoping that he goes back to being a closer. Other than that, if he's not a closer, that's a wasted pick. With the 11th pick, we got the Montuck Montes. Sucking Rivera San Martin, 25-year-old starting pitcher from Cincinnati. Um, I believe he's still a prospect, but in, uh, in the rankings that I have, he's not ranked. Uh, so I have that as one of my worst selections for this round. Uh, followed up by the Carolina Cardinals selecting Danny Jansen, 26 
catcher for Toronto. And again, also have that as one of my worst picks in this round. Don't know why you're wasting picks on selecting catchers that you can get off the waiver wire. Mal Tuck Maltese again, then selected Ricardo Cabrera, 17 year old shortstop Cincinnati. I'm about a one top 150 prospect. And then the Malibu Bay Beer selecting Dre, Dre Jamison, 24-year-old starting pitcher from Arizona. I'm around a top 100 pick, and so I have that as the best pick in this round. Again, I would have picked this pitcher over Ryan Nelson uh, a round earlier, so I think uh, Jamison's probably the better pitcher. Kill Devil Hills with the 15th pick in the fourth round, selected Owen Casey, 19-year-old outfielder, for Chicago Cubs, top 150 prospect. Kill Devil Hills elevation again. Selected Lucas Sims, 27 pitcher for Cincinnati. Again, probably just looking, well, this is Ort, so he's just looking for pitchers to, to throw into his pitching lineup. Uh, so that pretty much covers the fourth round. In the fifth round, we have the Wiggleyville Woo selecting Isaac Pacheco, 19-year-old shortstop for Detroit, top 275 prospect. Memphis Chick selected Bryce Elder, 22-year-old pitcher, Atlanta, top 300 prospect. Malibu Bay Beer selecting Chase Petty, 18-year-old starting pitcher from Minnesota, top 275 prospect. Killer Car Company of Anaheim selecting Jose Siri. Um, he's probably around the top 500 maybe. He might even be outside the top 500. Kill Deva Hills with the fifth pick selected Blake Tehran. A terrain, 33-year-old relief pitcher. Again, I guess the speculation there that he might be a closer. Carolina Cardinals selected Gabriel Gonzalez, 18-year-old outfielder for Seattle. Uh, have him around the top 32 or top 325. Next up, we got the Chula Vista Vipers selecting Adam Frazier. Again, not a prospect. He's 30 years old. Second baseman outfielder for Seattle. I have this as my worst pick. Um, again, he could have selected him. Off the waiver wires, um, no need to be selecting him in this draft. Then we have the Chula Vista Vipers again selecting Kyle Isbell, 24-year-old after for Kansas City, about a top 200 prospect. We got the Carolina Cardinals selecting Ken Giles, 31-year-old relief pitcher for Seattle. Again, the only hope here is that he's a possible closer. With the 10th pick, we got Kill Devil Hills Elevation selecting Matt. Verling, 25-year-old outfielder for Philadelphia. Honestly, I don't have uh, much information about him. I don't know if he's still a prospect or not. Um, I just don't have any information on him. With the pick 11, the Awatuki Amish Brotherhood selected Vaughn Grissom, 21-year-old shortstop for Atlanta. Have him as a top 175 prospect. I actually have this as the best pick in this round. Um, he's probably... Maybe the number two prospect in the Atlanta system right now. Maybe even the number one prospect in the Atlanta system right now. So pretty good value um, where um, Joe was able to select him in this draft. The 12th pick, we got to Kill Devil Hill Elevation, selecting Steve Kwan, uh, outfielder for Cleveland, top 175 prospect. I actually think he might be climbing up a lot of prospect boards. Uh, so keep an eye on him. Killer Car Company of Anaheim selected Brandon Nemo, uh, 28 outfielder. Again, don't understand that pick. Um, could have selected him off of waiver wires. 
Carolina Cardinals selector Cooper Kennedy, 19-year-old second baseman for Toronto or for Tampa Bay. Uh, top 300 prospect, Killer Car Company, selected Richie Pelicos, 24, second baseman, Cleveland, top 450 prospect. And then round out the draft, the Carolina Car- Cardinals selected Connor Norby, 21, second baseman for Baltimore. I think he's about a top 250 prospect. So that pretty much covers the draft. Again, when I say um, they're ranking and top whatever, it's, it's taking multiple uh, top 500 prospect rankings and giving you an average. So I'm just kind of ballparking a lot of those um, a lot of those rankings. Overall, I think it was a very uh, smooth draft. I know you guys switched it over to the CBS draft. I know there was some a little bit of glitches, but I think for the most part it went well. I know there were a ton of trades. I didn't capture all the trades. So I know, but I, I know, I do know that there are a lot of them flying around. I think everybody selected someone in a uh, timely fashion. So that was good. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say anybody, from my opinion, uh, crushed this draft. I think uh, for the most part, everybody did uh, fairly well. Interesting enough, uh, I do think the Carolina Cardinals, I think, had more questionable picks than, uh, than that, I would, that I was probably more surprised by, with, uh, knowing Matt's background but maybe he knows stuff that we don't know. So let's just move along real quick to everybody's minor league systems. And I kind of did a ranking of the minor league systems, taking the same concepts where I've taken all of these uh, different top 500 draft um, rankings that are out there and combined them to give me an average um, number for players. And then I ranked them into four categories, uh, top 25 player, top 50 player, top 100 player, and top 125 player. And I said, just to kind of see who has the best uh, minor league system out there currently. Uh, this doesn't take into consideration if you have 25 uh, minor leaguers or if you have 10 minor leaguers. Um, it's just who's ever out there. I just put these numbers out there and then uh, summed them up. So we're going to start with the worst minor league system, and then we'll go to the best, and maybe we'll hit on some of those players as we go through the names. So at the bottom right now, um, we have the Memphis Chicks. Um, He has no players currently in the top 125. And again, we all know why this is. He's traded almost all those prospects for uh, veteran players to make a run at for this year. So no surprise, he has no top prospects right now in his system. Follow that up with the Mukton Mounties. He only has one uh, top 100 prospect uh, in his system. And that he just recently traded for. And that was William Diaz of the Dodgers. And uh, that's pretty much his only top prospect at this point in time. Third We have the Crawford Cramps, who only has two prospects in the top 125. Again, kind of makes sense, only because he's made a run for it for the playoffs, so I'm sure he's traded a lot of his prospects to get those veteran players. Coming in fourth, we got the Kill Devil Hill Elevation. He has no top 25 prospects. He has one top 50, one top 100, and one top 125 prospect. So he has three prospects within the top 125. 
again, Ort's uh, method is not prospect driven. His is load me up with pitchers that I can move up and down. So not a surprise here that uh, he's not heavy in the prospect. Next up, we have Portsmouth Wallabies. They have no players in the top 25. They have one player in the top 50, two players in the top 100, and no players in the top 125. Uh, that one player that he has in the top 50 is Miguel Vargas, their baseman for the LA Dodgers. Then we have the Malibu Bay Beers, where he has zero prospects in the top 25. Zero prospects in the top 50, three top 100 prospects, and two top 125 prospects. Those prospects in the top 100 for the Malibu Bay Beers is Matt McLean, who he just drafted, Dre Jameson, who he just drafted, and Uri Perez. Next up, we have the Rockland Rockets who has no top 25 prospects, two top 50 prospects, one top 100 prospect, two top 125 prospects. Those two top 50 prospects, Austin Martin, center fielder for Minnesota, and MJ Melendez, uh, catcher first baseman for the Kansas City Royals. Next up, we have the Carolina Cardinals. He has one top 25 prospect, one top 50 prospect, two top 100 prospects, and two top 125 prospects. His top, his two top prospects there is Julio Rodriguez, who's the number one prospect in all of baseball, and Nick Prado, first baseman for Kansas City, who's in the top 50. Next up, we have the Boston Double Downs, who has two Top 25 prospects, 0 top 50, 5 top 100, and 1 top 125. Let's look at the two top 25 prospects for the Boston Double Downs. And we have Alec Thomas, center fielder for Arizona. And the guy he just selected, the Saya Suzuki, outfielder for whatever team he plays for. Next up, we got the Chula Vista Vipers. He has one top 25 prospect, two top 50 prospects. He has five top 100 prospects and two top 125 prospects. Let's look at his few top. So his top 25 prospect is Jordan Walker, third baseman for Seattle or St. Louis. And his top 250 or two pitchers. One is Max Mayer, starting pitcher for Miami. And the other one is Reed Dittmeyer, starting pitcher for the Angels. Next up, we got the Grayview Lions, who has four top 25 prospects, one top 50 prospect, one top 100 prospect, and four top 125 prospects. Let's look at those four top 25 prospects for the Lions. He has Corbin Carroll. Alfredo for Arizona, Josh Jung, third baseman for Texas, Trey Sotomayor, catcher for Oakland, and Grayson Rodriguez, pitcher for the Baltimore Orioles. 
Next up, we got the Disposable Heroes of Orion. He has one top 25 prospect. He has three top 50, three top 100, and five top 125 prospects. Let's look at those top prospects for the Disposable Heroes. Brendan Davis is his top 25 prospect. Nick York is his top 50 prospect. Gabriel Montero is his top 50 prospect. And Pete Crow Armstrong is also his top 50 prospect. Next up, we got the Gotham City Generals, who has four top 25, four top 50, four top 100, and two top 125. I think we all know the story of the Generals this offseason. He dumped a majority of his players for prospects and he's rebuilding. I think the interesting question here is going to be, is he going to sit on these prospects for a couple of years or is he just going to flip them for veterans like he's done in the past so that he can compete within the next couple of years. But anyways, his top uh, prospects, we have Oswald Peraza, top 50, Tristan Cases, top 25, Brandon Rocchio, top 50, Ali Rutschman, top 25, Anthony Velo, top 25, Marcelo Mayer, top 25, Cade Cavalli, top 50, Brady House, top 50, and a couple of those top 25 guys are actually, you know, top 10 or pretty damn close to it. So definitely rebuilt his uh, minor league system fairly quickly. It's just how long is he going to stick with that and or is he going to trade him out for veterans in a year or two? Uh, this is followed up by the Wiggly Wheel Vu, who has three top 25, three top 50, eight top 100, and uh, no top 125. Uh, the Wiggly Wheel Wu. Again, a lot of these guys are starting to graduate, uh, so let's see if they can do what they need to do. Uh, he has one of the better prospects in all the system with Bobby Witt, number two overall prospect. Um, he has Shane Baez. Uh, top 25 prospect, Jack Leiter, who we just drafted, top 50, Norman Gorman, second baseman of St. Louis, top 25, uh, and also Henry Davis, who we just drafted, top 50, and Orvelius Martinez, shortstop for Toronto, top 50. And he has a bunch of other younger guys who I think have graduated. They just need to put it all together to see if they can be major league players this year. Next up, we got the Killer Car Company of Anaheim. He has four top 25, three top 50, seven top 100, and two top 125. Let's just take a quick look at those top ones for the Killer Cars. Where we have in the top 25, we have Novella Marte, C.J. Abrams, Robert Hassel III, and Luis Manteos are all the Top 25 prospects, his top 50 is Fidel Brujan, George Kirby, Jose Miranda. Those are his top ones. And then who I have as the best minor league system right now. Currently, we have the Awatuki Amish Brotherhood, who has six top 25 prospects, seven top 50, two top 100, and three top 125. Now let's just take a look, quick look at those top 25 prospects. He has Ornell Cruz, shortstop for Pittsburgh. Uh, George Valera, uh, Marco Luciano, Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson, Zach Veen, 
In his top 50s, he has Khalil Watson, Colton Krauser, Christian Hernandez, Nick Gonzalez, Francisco Alvarez, Jason Dominguez, and Hunter Green. Anyways, that was kind of just a, a brief recap of the BDL draft and also just a quick ranking of the minor league systems. Again, not trying to be mean to anybody, not trying to put anybody down, uh, just going over the numbers. Um, so take it for what it is. But anyways, at least thanks for listening and hope you enjoy. Thanks. Bye. Mm-hmm.